Hi there. Welcome to the Woman Inspired Podcast. And I know I say that every time, but you are welcome. I'm so glad you're here to let me share with you a little bit today. All right. So today's podcast episode is titled Black and Blue Friday. All right. Before we get into that, I need to let you know kind of what I always let you know, but I'm so thankful that I get to share with you about accessmore.com. That's accessmore.com. It's where they have all kinds of wonderful faith-based podcasts. So if you enjoy this podcast, really hoping you do, then I encourage you to hop out to accessmore.com after you tune into this episode and maybe listen to a few others as well. Because on accessmore.com, they have so many amazing podcasts I, I tune into some things that I just didn't even know were out there. So they have some really great leaders out there. Uh, Bob Goff, Lisa Harper, Torn Wells, a whole bunch of others. And it's not just education or preaching or religious things. They have entertainment, but it's all safe. It's in a safe space that you can access that um, you don't have to worry about hey, am I going to go be checking something out that's going to have cussing in it or a lot of offensive language or, or something that I'm concerned if my child overhears it, just to be quite honest. You know, they give us copy to read about uh, Access More because they help sponsor this podcast. Um, but I have to embellish it. I mean, and really, it's just truthful embellishing because it really is a safe place. I don't know about you all, but I get tired of tuning into a podcast and then about uh, the fourth or fifth sentence into it, someone flings out the F word or something else. And it gets annoying. This just happened to me the other day. So um, I, I, it's, I mean, hey, I'm, I can have a tendency to put something out there too. I get frustrated. I cuss. I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying if I hear it, I'm going to repeat it or I'm more likely to. So I try to steer clear of it. All right. So it's a safe place. And that kind of went off on a tangent, but I'm just saying, if you're looking for more podcasts and you need that encouragement, you need that education, you're looking for something entertaining, but in a safe space, accessmore.com. Okay. Today I have some pod quotes. Actually, I just have uh, two of them. Ready? Pod quote one. Black Friday. Because only in America do people trample each other for sale items exactly one day after being thankful for what they already have. <laughs> I love that. That's, uh, I don't know who, who said that. It's anonymous. Found it several places and I loved it. All right. And here's a quote by S.D. Gordon. Jesus was God spelling himself out in a form that humanity could understand. Did you all get that? Jesus, meaning Jesus, was God spelling himself self out in a form that humanity could understand. I agree with that because, um, you know, God is amazing. He's awesome. He's on, omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's, he's everywhere. And he's our creator, but we were able to, and are able to wrap our brains more readily around how he sent his son in a human body, just like ours. That was God spelling himself out in a form that we could relate to Jesus. Love that. Okay. And here we are friends. Tis that time of the year here in the United States of America. It's the season when people pull out their pumpkin 
recipes, their pumpkin pie spice, their turkey fryers, and sit in front of the TV watching sports. <laughs> it's that time of the year when families gather and friends who prefer to be with their friends rather than their family members gather, and when grandpas everywhere snore in the recliner as the kids fight over who has to wash the dishes. <laughs> It's that time to gather for Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving, you know, holiday movies, extra trips to the pharmacy for antacid, and nap long enough so you just have enough strength later to make a turkey sandwich. So you can have a snack to go watch Christmas movies uh, that you've watched every single year since you were five years old. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to some people? Um, now, I don't say that lightly, snarky, or in a bad way at all, because it's tradition, right? Some of those things. You may have your own traditions. Maybe some of it sounds familiar to you and some of it sounds foreign, but we all seem to have various traditions that have followed us through life. Even those friends of mine who swear they'll never be like their parents, but they end up pulling out the family traditions, either started by or carried on by their parents. <laughs> Why? Because it's familiar, it's homey, and it's comfortable. All right, but Turkey Day isn't just a day for comfort or for food or for tradition. It's a day we're supposed to give thanks, or in many cases, extra thanks, super duper thanks. Well, and after the meal, we should not just give thanks, but we should also give spanks. <laughs> okay, um, hmm, I, I think that's a whole new holiday, Spanksgiving. <laughs> That would be the Saturday after Thanksgiving, after you had two days of near nonstop eating the bull, the big, big, big full, excuse me, the big full Thanksgiving day meal, followed by leftovers at night, and then the, the Friday morning eating, and then noon and afternoon munchies on Friday on the run as some of you hit Black Friday sales, followed by the whatever can be made into a meal from whatever is left from the leftovers. <laughs> Yeah, that would lead us right into Saturday, Spanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Spanksgiving, a Saturday when waist trainers, girdles and stretchy pants do not take a holiday. <laughs> oh boy, that, that could be a whole thing. Spanx really should jump on that and market it. All right. But speaking of this long weekend holiday that is fast approaching as I record this, I want to discuss for a minute that Friday after Thanksgiving. So have you ever stood in line for a Black Friday sale? I remember when I was younger, I didn't really quite understand what the term Black Friday meant. I mean, this was well before Googling. I, I couldn't find the term in the dictionary and our five channels that we had on TV were limited as to what information they gave. I knew it had to do with buying toys because we did have commercials galore and the wonderful, magical, amazing Sears catalog. I remember the toy edition, the Christmas wish edition. Oh man, we, we used to fight over that catalog. Uh, when yeah, I think it came out before Thanksgiving every year. Uh, we also had loads of sitcoms, funny ones, by the way, not, not like they have now. Um, we had entertainment shows and dramas along with the old news standards in AM, new time and PM. Uh, but seeing news was hit and miss unless it was a news break or you had a very regular schedule because we didn't have a way to record it and it wasn't 24 seven news. It was five channels and it was AM, noon and PM. So, but we did have 60 minutes of nightline. And I recall seeing one time a special on Black Friday where they interviewed people and they showed them pushing and shoving and arguing over toys and, you know, other kind of newfangled latest, greatest high-tech items at the time. 
like an Atari video game system. That should tell you how old I am. For those of you who are not familiar with what an Atari video game is, it's a relic. It is the original gaming system that introduced the world to games that you could play on your TV, like Pong and Galaga. And yes, you can still get those, by the way. They're very fun. All right, I suggest that you stuff that in your Google Atari, A-T-A-R-I, if you don't know what it is, and see what comes up. But I remember a light going on after seeing that episode of Nightline about Black Fridays. Ding, 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 Black Friday. It should be called Black and Blue Friday because of all of those bruises that those people would get from shoving each other out of the way and rushing to the door at 12.01 a.m. or or 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. when the stores opened. I thought it was crazy. Not to mention they had to wait in these humongous lines just to get in the door so they could get shoved and pinched and pushed and yelled at all over a toy or a purse or a pair of skis or whatever it was. It just boggled my mind. And yet, after seeing that news story back then, I still had no idea what Black Friday meant. I really did think for a while that it it really meant uh, the bruises that people got, black and blue. Um, It wasn't until I was much older that I understood that Black Friday meant stores would be in the black for the year if they had enough sales on that Friday, meaning they would sell enough items that Friday to push them into a place of being solvent or being profitable for the year, or at least not in debt. In debt is referred to as in the red, by the way, out of debt in the black. So I do recall, you know, after the sinking in, I don't know, my early twenties or late twenties, I do recall that when I took accounting classes in high school, oh, so long ago, that when we had to keep books for a business as part of the coursework, that debt was written in red and profit was in black. So it eventually sunk in. But you know, I can see why Black Friday is so successful in our culture too. Um, as well as the, the newer holiday shopping events like, I think it's called Cyber Monday. And I, I there is a charitable giving or what is it called? What is it called? Something on Tuesday. Um, Giving Tuesday, I think something like that. So we live in a culture that is so digital uh, that it's come to that. We live in a culture also that is never, ever satisfied. Uh, Retailers know this and they capitalize on it. They know they've got it made. All they have to do is create enough hype about a product or a sale so that the culture at large will be begging to buy that product. And then they make sure it's mostly only available one day of the year or a few days out of the year, starting on Black Friday, before the major gift-giving holiday. And ta-da, welcome to the craziness that is Black Friday. You know, I know the Bible says that there are a few things that are never, ever satisfied. Proverbs 30, 15, 16 says, there are two things, Excuse me. There are two things never satisfied, like a leech forever craving more. No, three things. No, four. Hell. Here are the four things. Hell, the barren womb, a barren desert, and fire. There are four things, four things that are never satisfied. Hell, the barren womb, a barren desert, and fire. So think about it. Those are serious things. Hell, it's always wanting more residents and working harder every day to fill it. The barren womb, 
And I can attest to the truth of that. Once you're told you're unable to have a child, many people will always long to have had one. A barren desert, rife with sand, hot, dry, and always longing for moisture, longing for flowers and fauna. And then we have fire. Fire can never get enough. It will continue to eat away and destroy anything in its path until it's stopped. But I think we should add to that list of things that are never satisfied. Current day consumers. Those who consume, go through, spend, 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 and yet they're never satisfied. It's never enough. And Black Friday is proof of it. Have you ever witnessed some of these people on a Black Friday? Oh, wait, maybe you're one of those people. Sorry. I don't know. Tune in, comment, and let me know if you are one of those people. But I have seen some amazing sites on Black Friday morning. I've gone Black Friday shopping twice. That's it, two times. Whew. That's all I could take. <laughs> it wasn't my idea either time, nor would I want to do that again, quite honestly. One time was with family in Missouri. We were visiting my, my grandmother and grandfather, and we wanted to um, go out to eat. My grandpa wanted to take everybody to eat. So we went to a nearby town in a restaurant on Black Friday, but it was a, a small town, and it was a very small mall, and it was glorious when we walked in. There were about 18 of us all together, adults, kids, teens, seniors, and the mall was magical. It was gorgeous. Christmas music was playing. There was a choir in the center, kind of in this rotunda area. There were little kids dressed as elves going around the mall, passing out candy to other kids. We walked around a little bit and we saw some nice sales. We sat on the, the little benches they had through the mall and waited for each other and just kind of took in the sights and the sounds. It, it, it wasn't super crowded. It was crowded, but not super crowded. And it was fun. It was something delightful to see. So for a long time, that was my picture of Black Friday shopping. N not at all what I'd seen on Nightline. So it was something sweet and magical. And I suppose, really, I didn't go again for years because I didn't want to spoil that memory and that picture in my head. It was a pleasant memory in a small town with family, and I didn't want to tarnish it. Well... Yeah, I should have stuck with that idea and that plan, but I didn't. <laughs> because another time, about 10 years ago, my husband wanted to go, which is really abnormal because he's not a shopper and he detests crowds. I mean, seriously, I mean, he his philosophy is um, he loves to go to parties if there just weren't so many people there. Or he would love to socialize if he didn't actually have to talk to people. <laughs> but... There, there was something he wanted to get our son. And so he thought we'd have a better shot of getting it if we went that day and stood in a line and was one of the first people in the store. Holy smokes, folks. That was not a fun day by any means. First off, there is every walk of life in line waiting for the stores to open. You, you can't peg. There is no stereotype. It's every walk of life, which is in part quite interesting. And in another way, kind of scary. <laughs> I saw people in every shape, size, color, every manner of clothing from sweats to pajamas to nightgowns to dresses and heels. There, there were people driving up 
in, in parking and they were in BMWs, Volvos, pickup trucks, junky half falling apart vehicles, van loads and busloads of people and people just walking up and I don't know how they got there. It was like they were all coming to see the Messiah. Oh, they couldn't wait. I, there was like this feeling in the air and I thought, wow, all this fanfare and dedication for Christmas shopping for sales. Again, people who didn't seem satisfied, they, the only way they were going to seemingly be satisfied was to get in that store and get what they wanted when they wanted it for the price they wanted it. So I was curious. So I spoke to a few different people in the line and I listed in, uh, listened in to kind of the noises and the buzz around me, not hard to do with so many people around. And I know you're shocked that I spoke to people and asked them questions, but anyhow, one woman who was in the dress and heels was there to try to snag some good deals before heading to a, some sort of special event for lunch. That's why she was dressed up. I couldn't imagine going up and down lines to find deals in high heels and a nice dress, but she was all set to go for it. I mean, she was ready. She said she did this every year, but not usually in high heels. And she was determined not to miss out on it, even though she had that event. She'd even taken off work to go shopping. She was supposed to work a half a day or that morning up until the lunch, but she took it off. She took vacation to go shopping. Somewhere in my head, I was thinking, getting a 20% off deal or a 50% off sale on a toy or electronic device is worth taking a day off? To me, it wouldn't be. To her, it was. That was her priority, and that's fine. Um, but one guy uh, with low rider pants down past his crack and a woman with him they were both dressed like they were in a Hollywood movie playing street gangbangers seriously only they were driving a Cadillac and they had on very expensive clothes and shoes and they said they they came every year they they bought everything they could and then they waited two weeks till everything else that they'd already gotten was hard to find and people were desperate for it for Christmas and then they sold it all on eBay for ridiculous prices okay that's sneaky and not really what these sales were probably primarily intended for, or in my mind, that's not what they should be for. But hey, these companies and stores don't care, right? They're just out to get in the black. They're out to make a profit, so they don't care who they sell to. And these people were making bank for vacation every single year. Not a bad idea. However, when the doors opened and people were set to go in, this couple, they split up one headed around to the right and the other headed around to the left. And they pushed, I mean, literally pushed their way ahead of senior citizens, kids, teenagers, didn't matter. You name it. They pushed their way through. And if someone was in their way, they just kind of shoved and squeezed around them. We could see them ahead of us. And then, and then we saw them in the store once we finally got in, uh, cause we didn't do that. Uh, you know, I'd see them like every minute or so hopping from here to there to there. And they each had a cart going in different directions. And their cart was already half full before my husband and I even got our bearings when we went to, into the into the uh, main part of the department store. They were zipping up and down aisles. And apparently they, I, I had to have thought they knew the layout of the store and they were prepared. I mean, they knew pretty much where to look for whatever it was they wanted. Um, I guess whatever it was they thought would sell the most on eBay. And at one point, my husband and I made our way around a corner to see the woman fighting over a box with this man. She was holding one end and he was holding the other. She was cussing and yelling. And like in one fell swoop, she was holding onto the box. She literally held onto it and dropped to the floor. She took the box and the man with her down to the floor. I mean, and it was like a professional wrestler move. She rolled up over him and 
She kicked him and she grabbed the box and started laughing. She took off. Yeah, th this folks is what Black and Blue Friday is all about for some people. And no one from security came, probably because they were overwhelmed, but other people just went about their business like it was no big deal, like this is normal everyday behavior. And my husband went over to help the man up and the man said thank you and then dashed out of the aisle like he was either going to go after the woman or, or onto the next find. I was just like, it was also like it was no big deal. He was just on a mission. It was crazy. <laughs> my husband and I just looked at each other. He stood there shaking his head no. And I said, are we done yet? He said, oh, yeah, let's go. And we left. Did we end up getting the toy for our son that my husband wanted him to have? No, we didn't. And you know what? Our son didn't even know the difference. He had a wonderful holiday and never, ever again did he even ask about that toy that he said he wanted so desperately. He just completely forgot about it. In the meantime, some man and woman... <laughs> Well, we were leaving, I'm sure. And all of this time, some man and woman are in, in, in lines and, and probably many others. Uh, they had a nice black and blue Friday, waiting in lines, fighting over things, doing everything they could to, to pay the price they wanted for the frills, the sales and extravagant gifts that, that I guess they thought were worth it. And worth literally fighting for or taking time off work for, waiting in line for hours for just to get a chance to purchase them, to either look good, feel good, fill some sort of empty spot, spoil somebody, make some money. I, I'm not really sure. And I, and I thought, I really thought, and I, and I think even this now, if you knew Jesus was coming to town, would you wait in a line like that, that long, half the night to see him? Would you fight the cold, the crowds and the unruly people and, and dare to have to see the crack of a man's butt in a line filled with nutty people in order to see Jesus? <laughs> I think many people wouldn't. I hope I'm totally 100% wrong about that. I know lots of people who would do anything to see Jesus, but many people in this world probably wouldn't. They don't even give God the time of day just sitting where they are right now, cushy on their tushy on a couch, in their vehicle or sitting in a pew even on Sunday. Their mind isn't there. Their heart isn't with him. So now they'd stand in line and, and chance getting black and blue to get tickets for a concert or a football game, right? Or to buy the latest, greatest gadget. But they probably wouldn't stand in line or fight to get to the front to see Jesus or to be the first one to see him on a Black Friday. I've thought about this whole Black Friday being solvent debt is paid idea for a while now. And it struck me that as we head into Advent season, which is the preparation for the celebration of Christ's birth, and it falls on the Sunday right after Thanksgiving this year or four Sundays before Christmas every year. And I thought, what about the other Friday, the bigger Friday than this shopping holiday we call Black Friday? Do you know what I'm talking about? the most important Friday there's ever been, the original Black Friday. We call it Good Friday. It isn't as good to some people as the day after Thanksgiving. It's not worth it to them to celebrate Jesus's birth, his death or resurrection right now when it truly takes very little effort to do so. So try to implore them to fight someone else in order to celebrate Jesus and see what happens. And some some don't even know that Good Friday is the day that Jesus paid it all for us. It's the day that Jesus put us 
in the black. The Friday before Easter Sunday, Good Friday. Is it not also a Black Friday, the ultimate Black Friday? Our debt was paid that day, once and for all. Jesus died to pay our debts. We became spiritually and eternally solvent on Good Friday. Hebrews 9.12 says, Jesus entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. It says once for all. He didn't have to have a Black Friday every year. He didn't have to sacrifice himself every year. He did it once for all. That means all time, all eternity for all of us. For some, even the truth before them in the Bible, the love of Jesus Christ, the church being built on a solid rock, the death and resurrection, the gift of the Holy Spirit, grace and forgiveness, miracles and angels, it's not enough. For them, it's not enough. They always want more. More than forgiveness? That's what I'm asking. More than forgiveness. More than Jesus dying on the cross? Yeah, they do. That's why people seek out false gods, worldly and fake religious rituals and cults, and they get a taste for something they think is greater than the Lord. As if all the miracles outlined in the Bible are nothing. They want more. They want more control. They want more power themselves. They want more spiritualism, mysticism, and it's dangling in front of them every day. Jesus is tempting them with it. They think they can get it outside of God, outside of Jesus. But again, it's never enough. Like the scripture says, remember those old laced potato chip commercials? <laughs> it's like that. First you eat one, then you eat two, and then you need 250 before you're satisfied. And it's still not enough. The reality that so much of our world is like that today is a bit scary to me. But I know from experience that the only thing that can fill the empty space and stop us from constantly wanting something else or something more is God. The only thing that can satisfy my constant longing is the Lord. And even if I have to go uh, or let go of every material wish or desire that I, I thought I had or that I thought would be worth it, if I had to let go of all of that stuff to embrace Jesus, it would be worth it. I'd stand in line behind 100 butt cracks showing <laughs> and, and, and a whole bunch of gals in heels if I had to, for days on end. Let's pray that's not a requirement, okay? But <clears throat> I would do it anyhow. If I had to make myself black and blue in order to have a relationship with Jesus, I would. I'd fight someone in the store over a box of Holy Spirit goodness. <laughs> but you know what? I don't have to. You don't have to. The real Black Friday, the real Black Friday giver is also the giver of all good things. And he's with us always. His word says that he's with us no matter what. I hope we can all remember this year that the Black Friday fanatics are usually, though not always, looking for the next high, that next deal, that next thing that makes them feel better than others, smarter, quicker, faster, to say they've got the latest and greatest at the best price. Again, not all people. Some people are just really on a budget and they're wanting to go get that sale so that they can try to provide things for their family or nice things for their kids or donate them and bless them. That's a great way and a great time to go. Hopefully you won't get tackled. But there are a lot of people that it's just a ritual designed to take the focus off what really matters. 
a long weekend for most people to be with people we're thankful for or helping others who are less fortunate and need something from the rest of us. It, it should be focusing on volunteering our time, giving of ourselves and out of thankfulness and gratitude so that other people can know the love of God and ushering in the season of Advent when we prepare ourselves to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. I pray today that whatever you've got lined up for the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, that you'll remember that the day after Thanksgiving is not is it is not the Black Friday. It's a counterfeit holiday, a black and blue Friday. And that the emphasis shouldn't be on what we can garner for ourselves and gloat about getting on sale, but on the time we get with family and friends to be loved on and to love them like we're loved by Jesus. Thank you for tuning into the Woman Inspired Podcast. Be sure to like, follow, download, and don't forget to check out the ASMR faith-based podcast, Inspired Whispers, which drops a new episode every single Sunday afternoon, by the way. You'll find it on my website at womaninspired.com and on most major platforms. Thank you again. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holiday. Pray, praise, and don't forget to be thankful.